If I were to speak with eloquence in earth's many languages and in the heavenly tongues of angels, yet I didn't express myself with love, my words would be reduced to the hollow sound of nothing more than a clanging cymbal. And if I were to have the gift of prophecy with the profound knowledge of God's hidden secrets, and if I possessed unending supernatural knowledge, and if I had the greatest gift of faith that could move mountains but have never learned to love, then I am nothing. And if I were to be so generous as to give away everything I owned to feed the poor and to offer my body to be burned as a martyr without the pure motive of love, I would gain nothing of value. 1 Corinthians 13, 1-3, The Passion Translation To be candid, it's been a difficult week to be black. When I heard the news about George Floyd, I shut down. Didn't want to hear more about it, didn't want to talk about it. Just wanted to keep focusing on the things that kept me okay to that point. I saw one picture, the only picture I had to see, and everything inside me seized. Evil isn't a difficult thing for me to comprehend. When people ask, How can the world be so evil? I shrug and think, how can it not? But when I saw this up close and personal, it may not be a different kind of evil. In fact, it's the same evil that's kept my people afraid for hundreds of years. But when I saw that picture, my heart broke in a way it hasn't broken before. Racism didn't stop when the world did. In fact, the pandemic may have highlighted it even more. As if life isn't already hard enough, we are protesting in the streets yet again for our lives. Protests have been turning into riots across the country and two citywide curfews have been enacted in LA thus far. Earlier last last week, I defaulted into maintenance mode and now grief is coercing me out of that shell. Last week, I talked about the ways I've been caring for my soul and spirit. Right now, there is no better way for me to care for them than to weep. Weep for the trauma Black people carry and relive every day. Weep for weariness. Weep for righteous anger. If I don't allow my soul and spirit that release, every other form of self-care I give myself will be obsolete. And I'll be honest, I only really started crying yesterday. As I grieve... As I process this new and old and continuous heartbreak, these are the ways I will be caring for my mind. I hope you find care that resonates with you, too. Screen time. I think the pandemic has only amplified the use of my cell phone. It feels like the only way I can connect with people, yet this has a knack of making me feel more bored and isolated and even scared the more I use it. In general, I don't like reading the news much. I don't think anyone does. The headlines hurt me, so I tend to stay away. But it's become far too easy for me to scroll the news app looking for information about COVID or a new CARES Act or the intensity of the riots. I can't do that right now. So I've chosen to limit my news intake to almost none. 
Yes, I know the things that immediately affect me and my city. Otherwise, I need a break. And I think it's okay to take one. In less serious terms, I've been limiting my social mood time wasting. Instagram is my most used app. Less than a month ago, I would spend nearly two hours mindlessly scrolling before getting out of bed. It bred comparison and it overwhelmed me. I felt like I had to keep exploring the explore page in case I came across an aesthetic sunset picnic that would change my life. And as cute as they are, the entire process was brutally unsatisfying. So, and this isn't a new trick, I limited my Instagram time. 35 minutes and nothing more. Eventually, I'll go down to 30. Within a week, it literally cut my phone usage in half. Yes, I still enjoy the app, but I'm intentional about, about the time I spend using it. And somehow, it makes me happier. Habit Tracker I love watching those bullet journal YouTube videos where they outline their habit trackers and make them look pretty. In a perfect world, I'd be one of those people. But in this world, an app reminds me to take my supplements. I know quarantine has afforded me time I never thought I would have, but sometimes I forget to do basic daily things. Right now, I don't want to do basic daily things. The habit app makes those things slightly less tedious and worth finishing. Habit is the cutest app I could find that gently reminds me to spend time with God, exercise, take a walk, read a book, and meditate. Every reminder is customized so I can say, let's go outside, babe, or breakfast time, baby girl, or take your medicine, beloved. I include reminders to brush my teeth, eat snacks, pray before I eat them, and I even gave myself a last call for food reminder at the end of the day. What makes me more inclined to do these basic daily things are the affirmations within them. I intentionally find ways to lovingly refer to myself because I am worthy of the love. I call myself babe, beloved, beautiful, goddess, gorgeous darling, and the more I speak those words over myself, the more naturally I receive them. I mean, you're going to have so much more peace if you call yourself beloved over calling yourself a bitch. How much more inclined are you to get work done when you yell versus when you whisper? These reminders are the gentle whisper I need. Have a good laugh. Comedy is everything right now. I need my fail-safe TV and movies to remind me that yes, some things are okay. I'm rewatching The Office starting at season three and rewatching Brooklyn Nine-Nine from the beginning. Y'all, I completely forgot how serious Jim and Karen were and that Andy was annoying from the start, but it's nowhere near as bad as in later seasons. As previously mentioned, I'm watching hour-long Vine compilations and Bon Appetit meme videos. Just yesterday, I saw this one where Claire is acting like the team captain of a group project for five straight minutes, and it is delightful. Skincare. This is the big one. I have been so excited to share my skincare routine with y'all. The idea of divulging my beauty secrets is so fun and I am ready to go in. I'm including skincare in the mind episode of this mini series because after some thought, I concluded skincare is something I do for my mind that my body benefits from. I'm sure y'all have those rituals, whether you're aware or not, that carry those dual benefits. 
Exercising is another thing you can do from your mind that positively affects your body. Meditation is another. The ritualistic process of applying product with care to my face calms and soothes me. Perhaps because I am fully listening to myself and ready to give what I need in that moment. I start my skincare routine with a double cleanse. Double cleansing is the practice of cleansing with an oil and water-based product. The oil serves to remove makeup, dirt, and sebum from the skin, and the water-based cleanser serves as a follow-up. It's great for people like dry skin, like myself, but everyone can benefit from it. Even though I hardly ever wear makeup, I love how refreshed and free my skin feels after double cleansing. I use the DHC Deep Cleansing Oil. It smells lovely and it's a Japanese beauty favorite. Because it's an oil, my skin feels deeply moisturized when I apply it. For my water-based moisturizer, I use the Fresh Beauty Soy Face Cleanser. It's my holy girl cleanser. Because my skin is so dry, I'm wary of the products that make my skin feel like it's begging for a drink of water. Just like some shampoos make your hair feel squeaky and stringy. The Fresh Soy Face Cleanser essentially gives my skin that glass of water it needs pre-moisturizer. The combo of this with the oil cleanser is gold. Other great cleansing products include Saver Beauty's Coconut Pre-Cleanse, their Gentle Exfoliating Pearl Cleansing Cream, and the Naturally Serious Facial Cleanser. Beauty YouTuber Jackie Ina's trick is to sing the Fresh Prince theme song while massaging each product into the face, which is equivalent to about a minute each. It's important to note I only rinse off after applying the water cleanser, not between products. Three days a week, I do a mask immediately post-cleanse. I alternate between Gold's Clean Green and Lacuma Bright masks. They're powder-to-gel formulated products with natural ingredients including spirulina, mango, turmeric, and marshmallow root. The green mask purifies and detoxes the face, while the Lacuma Orange mask brightens and gently exfoliates. I apply a thin layer with a stiff paddle brush and rinse it off with warm water and a washcloth after about 10 minutes. The newest part of my skincare routine is toner. I didn't think I needed one. It's seen as a final cleaning step and can lift remaining dirt from your skin and pores. It's great for people with acne prone skin. Some toners come in the form of spray. Some come in the form of a liquid that's swiped across the face with a cotton pad. I use the Trader Joe's Rose Water Spray Toner. It's very inexpensive, smells good, and makes my skin feel nice. I started using it two days ago because my aunt graciously gifted it to me, and I can't give a full review on it yet, but so far I like it. After toning, I apply a few drops of Hyaluronic Acid Serum. This is a game changer product many estheticians and beauty enthusiasts love. It's seen as the savior of dry skin because the hyaluronic acid molecule carries thousands of times more hydration than water alone. I love hyaluronic acid. I've been using it for years. It's the perfect pre-moisturizer for my Sahara dry skin. I use the Timeless Skincare Pure Hyaluronic Acid. It's also inexpensive and it's the real thing. It was personally recommended to me by Brooke DeVard of Naked Beauty, so shout out to her for that. After serum, I apply my first of two moisturizers. I've been using the Fresh Beauty Lotus Moisturizer, which smells divine. I just ordered Believe some light moisture cream to replace it, so we'll see if it's good. 
I should note I always apply my skincare in upward circular motions and I always apply it to my neck and just above my chest for added moisture. I typically use a facial oil at this stage, though lately I've been applying oil at the very end of my skincare routine. I use Trader Joe's Rose Facial Oil. It's also inexpensive, like $3, and I think it gets the job done. I apply two pumps to my palms, rub it in, and press it all around my face and neck. Since the skin on my body is also very dry, I apply it to my hands and wrists. In general, I use facial oils lightly as a little goes a long way. During the day, I use sunscreen and at night I use a thick moisturizing cream. I'm using the Black Girl sunscreen and can say it's absolutely divine. It smells good, has incredible moisturizing ingredients like avocado and jojoba oil, and doesn't leave my skin looking ashy. Melanated women, I know you know the struggle. This is another product I found through Naked Beauty and I'm a fan for life. Black Girl Sunscreen has SPF 30, so it's great for any outdoor activity. I apply it to my face, ears, neck, elbows, forearms, hands, everywhere. It's formulated for your face and your body. I currently use Fresh Beauty's Lotus Night Cream as my thick moisturizer. I apply it every night before I go to bed. It smells incredible, it's wonderfully thick, and I think it does great. I was going to replace it with something else for a while, but I realized I genuinely like it, so I just purchased a replacement bottle. Lastly, I apply an eye cream. I've been using Believe's Moisture Balm eye cream for like two years. It's wonderful, and though it's on the expensive side, closer to $50, one container lasts me a full year. I dab the product under my eye and around my brow bone for full hydration. Sometimes if I'm having a breakout, I'll apply pure tea tree oil that's diluted with my facial oil to my skin. It reduces inflammation and I notice a difference in my breakout overnight. This is the routine that works for me. If you're just beginning to care for your skin, know you don't need 18 steps to get the job done. A good cleanser, moisturizer, and sunscreen can do your skin wonders. After you find products that work for your skin type, you can start to add oils, serums, and other fun things. There is nothing wrong with simple skincare. Another element to my routine is body care. Y'all know I stan shea butters. They have completely replaced lotion for me. I blend Body Butter Ladies Mango and Patchouli Blossom for the perfect custom scent and I apply them to my body from the feet up when my skin is still damp from showering. This is the key. It allows the product to soak deeper and keeps me from using too much. My skin has never glowed so much or smelled so good. The moisture and scent can last a full day and night. I can't recommend it enough. Body Butter Lady also carries scrubs, African black soaps, and hair food. Each product is formulated with natural, vegan, whole ingredients made with your body and mind. Shea Butter is on my list of best all-time purchases. Seriously, it'll change your life. This is what I do to maintain peace in my mind. Your routine can include any of this and more. Some other forms of my mind care this last week alone have included jumping in the pool on a minute's notice, taking some long walks in the neighborhood, passing my favorite houses every time, and taking a couple selfies in the sunlight. 
gardening with my aunt. We've turned part of our backyard into our own Garden of Eden, if you will. I put soil in garden bins and pots, plotted so many things, and it felt good to be reminded that some things are still growing. I made beer floats, like root beer floats, but with adult beer. I put snickerdoodle ice cream in a glass, poured over a dark imperial stout, my favorite is Old Rasputin, and topped it off with a freshly melted homemade marshmallow. Emotionally eating oatmeal cookie ice cream. I'm currently eating So Delicious oat milk brand. Ordering new skincare, buying multiple flavors of kombucha, and booking a solo trip out of LA because now is the perfect time to leave the city. I hope any and all of these things have inspired you to create mind care that promotes peace. Here's how you healthily heal from a breakup thus far. One, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Let yourself feel all the feelings. Coupling your care with your feelings will sink deeper and allow you to heal correctly. Two, remove yourself from the things that rob you of your peace. Set boundaries between yourself and your Instagram, yourself and the news. Anything that presents the idea that you are unwhole has to go. Three, experiment with new forms of care. You never know what you'll come to love until you try it. Last week, I felt most beautiful when I gardened. My hands were covered in soil and I smelled like earth. My aunt and I planted lettuce, peppers, beans, root veggies, mint, sage, thyme, oregano, basil, chamomile, and more. We watered our offerings until the soil was a rich brown and watched as the first few seedlings sprouted. Perhaps what made me feel beautiful is that I am stewarding life into existence. Gardening is a good reminder that in the midst of so much death, life is still possible. Take care of yourselves, check on your black friends, stay safe, aware, and active. I'll be back next week with more intentional healing. If any of this has resonated with you, I'd love it if you left me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. You can screenshot as you're listening and tag me on Instagram at the I Am Loved Podcast. Follow me there for more healing and feel free to DM me and say hello. I am always down for a good chat. You can also follow my personal Insta at Brown Eyed Joe. That's Joe without an E for gratuitous yet necessary selfies. As always, you are fully cherished, fully valued, and fully loved no matter what the world says or does otherwise. Treat yourself like it. I love you.